Bizarre Comics have been scaring readers for years. Is there anyone brave enough to sit down with their creators? This is Discussions with Decapitated Dan. This week on Discussions with Decapitated Dan, Doug Pascavich is back to talk more arsenic lullaby on the third to last episode of Discussions with Decapitated Dan. Discussions with Decapitated Dan is brought to you by CuriousGoodsAndComics.com. Don't be afraid to lose your head over all the savings. CuriousGoodsAndComics.com, where Decapitated Dan gets his books. Are you a comic book creator? Do you write, draw, color, letter, ink, edit, or do your own webcomic? If so, you're eligible to nominate for the Ghastly Awards. Go over to GhastlyAwards.com and find the nomination form and nominate for this year's Best in Horror Comics, the Ghastly Awards, honoring excellence in horror comics since 2011. GhastlyAwards.com So, welcome everybody to the third to last, second to last, second to last episode of Discussions with Decapitated Dan. Joining me this week for his fourth, fifth time on the show, we have Doug Pascavich. Hey, Doug. Hey, good, good. I I like the fact that I had to wake you up this morning to do this. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> I could have get you up in time for the Patriots game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've slept so good all month. Yeah, I can... I can lose an hour or two. It's been the most stressful month of my life or anything. It's not like it's the first good night's sleep I've had since, you know, October. <laughs> well, I wanted to have you on because I think that you're one of uh, one of my favorite people to have on the show and, and since it's coming to an end. But I also think you're one of the, the fan favorites, the people out there who listen to the show. I think they, they like having you on because you're you're cranky and, and funny and... And you're a good listen because of your knowledge in the industry. So thanks for coming on. Thank you for that backhanded compliment. <laughs> so in case some cranky, cranky. <laughs> I'm forthright and genuine. Cranky. <laughs> for the people out there who don't know and haven't heard you on the show before. Shame on them, because it's ending. But uh, who are you, and what do you do? Uh, my name is Douglas Paskavich, and I write and illustrate comic books. Arsenic Lullaby, in particular, which I also self-publish. I've been nominated for the Eisner Award, and the Harvey Award, and the Comicdom Award in Europe, and I'm a big deal. Have you won awards in Greece? No, I was nominated for an award in Greece, but I didn't win. Oh, okay. Was that the Comic Dome Award? Yeah, they gave it some French guy. French. I told 
And then they got austerity measures for it. So good. Don't feel bad for those people. <laughs> feel bad for them at all. They got in bed with the French, and this is what they get. <laughs> one thing. One thing we got to talk about is is your Kickstarter just ended. And uh, gosh, last time you were on, we were talking because the book was in previews. So. What happened? What happened? Hmm. It's all kind of a blur now. Well, that's not but, good. But uh, let, let me try. Let me try to backtrack. I've it's taken years off my life. <laughs> really has. Um, the orders in pre. I. <laughs> The orders and previews were like they were like okay, you know. Mm-hmm. I decided to put the book out full color because I wasn't really satisfied with how things were going. There wasn't enough, there wasn't any growth. It was sort of you know just sort of there, which would be fine for your average Joe, but not for me. I, I want things to grow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, here's a Here's the thing, like 10, 10 years ago or whatever, I was kind of kind of international. It, uh, there used to be a small distributor called Cold Cut Distribution. And they had what was called Indie Island, which was six or eight of their better-selling publishers all kind of in a circle tables. Okay. For that? Yeah. With a ridiculous palm tree in the middle of it, which was like eighteen feet tall. Did this later become? <laughs> did this later become Haven? Uh, yes, it did. Which later became nothing. Right. Oh, okay. Because I remember, right. I remember that seeing that the, this indie island at the first C two E two. So was yeah, it there too. At the very yeah, first C two E two, yeah. But it was Haven the stupidest, then. The stupidest idea they ever came up with, and they they took that too. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Uh, okay, we want your we want your store lists. We want your publishers, and we'll, let me let's take the big fiberglass palm tree. <laughs> Anyhow, it's Tom Con International, which is the I'm sure your listeners know what that is. Maybe right. You'd hope so. You'd hope so if they're into comic books. <laughs> All right, uh, big comic book uh, convention, which also has more than comic like Sony is there and Paramount Studios and all sorts of video game companies. It's a big, big, huge deal. Uh, Cold Cut Distribution uh, has a good idea of getting like several of its good publishers together all in one section. And it combines that with a stupid idea of having it be Hawaiian themed or something. <laughs> it's called it Indie Island, which, okay, that seems fine, but I didn't know they were going to the whole theme. They wanted grass skirting around the whole tables, and they had a giant fiberglass palm tree. <laughs> so we looked like a bunch of clowns. Like, you had a good idea, and then you made it really, really stupid. We're at the largest comic book convention in the world, and we got grass skirting around our tables. What does that have to do with anything we do? <laughs> This is like, now it's like a, a stupid college kid's party. Grass skirting everywhere. And like, I sort of remember something about 
finally the customers get the book. Right. So it was a, you know, that was fine 10 years ago, but now on the internet where people just point and click, it's like, it's very difficult to get somebody who's used to pointing and clicking by it now to go to the store to deal with some, you know, crappy store owner who doesn't want to do anything to do with any books, twist his arm into ordering it, and then come back in two, three months for the book. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I said, I'll put the book out full color and give, give that give it a shot in the arm. Because, you know, the, pair, the way people order things is changing and it's getting stagnant. And once it gets stagnant, the next step is going downhill. Right. In order to print full color, as you well know, you need considerably more money than black and white. Yep. I pulled out all the stops to, you know, this this will be, you know, this is the Alamo, basically, or the the uh, Fort Sumter. Is that where the Star Spangled Banner was written for Fort Sumter? Um, I don't know. This isn't Jeopardy. Read a book, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Funny pictures in them. I think it was Fort Sumter. Through the first angle fan it was. Did you hear at the beginning of every football game? Rockets red glare, see if they were pinned in the fort and the British were attacking all night. And then it was dark, so you know you could see were the rockets and nobody knew who was winning. You know, so the Americans outside the fort didn't know if their team had been wiped out or not. And then in the morning the Star Spangled Banner was still flying, and they knew that they beat the British. It's a beautiful story, Dan. I'm looking. I'm looking. Hold on. I'll get to it. Which, which could be completely wrong. I, I don't know. It could, be a, it could be a combination of several stories. It might have been the Civil War. I don't know. Anyways, anyways I'll look this up, and you, you continue. You'll look that up while I'm talking. You're only going to half listen to what I say, is what you're saying. No, I, uh, but I'm not here. I'm you not brought here. me on the show to half pay attention while you look up <laughs> trivia to prove that I don't know what I'm talking about. Hold on, wait. Wait. Almost there. Fort McHenry. Fort McHenry? Yep. Is there a Fort <laughs> Wait, no, that's about a poem. Wait, I'm a, hold on. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, you can't trust this. Wikipedia, I tell you. That is true. Anyhow, so I got, so after, like, doing quadruple the advertising and quadruple the effort, the numbers were basically the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, is, which is bad. I can't print this color book up now without losing my ass. Because it's going to be, like, four times as much. Right, the same right, right. So I'm basically, so basically I'm screwed. Didn't work. So that the so I said, well, that's that. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Career that's over. There's not. There's a nice run. There's no money left in the war chest, and that's that. So what are you going to do now? Well, that that was that's, <laughs> that's what I was going to do. I was going to stop. That I'm going to go be a mechanic or cook at Denny's or something. <laughs> <laughs> Both fine business choices. <laughs> well, you know, the jobs I've had before, they're not great jobs, but whatever. It's not like sitting in front of a drawing table for 10 hours is a blast. You've got, no, you've got no peers. There's no one to argue with. So 
So uh, Raven Gregory uh, told me that, uh, to try Kickstarter. He said, there's no reason this should be over. It's a great book. Just the, the process is not uh, working for you. That's all. You just need a different process. People love the book. They just don't want to go through all the PS. Try Kickstarter. I said, no, not doing that. And then uh, after a couple of email conversations, I said, fine. I'll try a stupid Kickstarter, and then I'll stop. Are you happy? And he said, yes. So I tried Kickstarter, and I raised $16,000 <laughs> in the eight days. So I was wrong, and he was right. Did I answer your question? No. I, I think that answered the question for the most part. And you were really, and I'll, I'll say this, you know what, a lot of people put up their Kickstarters and then you maybe see them say something like once a week or maybe once every two weeks, but you were like on it. You were like every single day, hey, jackasses, go, <laughs> go pay for this. <laughs> well, I had to get them to understand that it wasn't just, you know, stick. It wasn't, you know, a lot of people think that I'm this way just on like blocks and stuff, but you know, Dan, this is just how I, this is how I always am. Yeah, this, not, is, this is 24-7. <laughs> this is Doug. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I have to give these people, this isn't BS. I'm going to go out of business if you don't do this. I, you talk to me. Did I sound like somebody who thought this was going to work? No, not at all. Not at all. No. no. I had like a couple conversations with you about it. Did I sound positive? Did I sound like this had a shot in hell? Never. No, I, Never. I thought it was. He, I thought he, it was he called me crying many nights. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was. I figured it was done. I said, "I'll try this this idea to Kickstarter," which I had really no idea what it was, other than Raven said it was work. So I said, "Fine, I'll try your idea." Raven knows what he's doing, even though I say he doesn't. Even though I try to not give him any credit, he doesn't. He is a smart guy. He knows what he's doing, so I tried it, and he was right. It was, it's actually a, a really, uh, really good way of doing things. Now, let me ask you this: whose whose idea was it to do the? Um, I can't even remember what they're called. When you, you hit your point, but then you you put in more rewards as as it just kept going up. Whose idea was it to do that? Like I think uh, if you pledged a certain point, then you would go from a soft cover to a hard cover and, and stuff like that. I just saw other people doing it. Okay. Uh, uh, how, stretch, uh, how Kickstarter works is uh, you, you set a goal. You say, okay, this is how much money I need for this project to happen. And then people theoretically pledge you know, ten dollars, five dollars, fifty dollars, whatever. And then, if you get enough, then you fund the project. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you, you don't, then you don't. Now, to encourage people to pledge, you set little reward goals. Like, if you pledge ten dollars, you get a sketch card. If you pledge fifteen dollars, you get the book. If you pledge twenty-five dollars, you get a T-shirt. You know, stuff like that. Now, right. You know, reasons for them to pledge, other than their own goodwill. Right, right. Basically, basically what's happened is Kickstarter set this up to fund creative projects and to be just a pledge drive, and everybody took it and made it an online store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. 
That is true. So basically, it, it was set up to be one thing and turned out to be something completely different. And it's actually very successful, as, you know, like an online store. It's basically an online store uh, with the intention of that money going towards some specific thing. Right. Now, okay, so... so, this, this, so to, anyhow, to answer your question, I just... A lot of this, I said, well, how do I do this, Raven? He said, I don't know. Just do it, man. Oh, my God. What do you mean you don't know? You've been twisting my arm for two weeks. You don't know how to do this? He said, I didn't step my arm. I'm like, what? <laughs> so just look at other people's stuff and see what they did. So that's what I did. And I, the stretch goals, I had seen on other people's, uh, other people's pages. And okay. basically, the stretch goal is once you reach your goal, then you have goals after that. Like, my goal is 7,500. And then I said, well, if we hit 1,100, then everybody gets a free, I forget what, sticker or something. Right. Or dot glass or something like that. And so I, I was trying to find, a, you know, a button or the the uh, configuration in the platform to add stretch goals. Like it was easy enough to add rewards. There's little Thing, you know, enter your rewards. I was trying to find enter stretch goals. I couldn't find it. <laughs> I just uh, I went in their search. I went in help. Apparently, somebody just made that up. It's, everybody well, else yeah. started doing it. <laughs> so I don't know if other telephones do that, have stretch goals, or where the term came from, or whatever, but it's not on Kickstarter anywhere. <laughs> somebody just made that up, and everybody else said, hey, that's a cool idea. I'm going to add stretch goals, too. So I don't know where stretch goals started, but it was a good idea. So I added stretch goals there. Sure, sure. Okay, so so from here, you know, when when you're fully funded and everything, is, is the book already at the printer? What what kind of time frame are, are you looking at now? I don't know, Dan. Okay. I'm still in it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm too busy rolling around in my money. Shut the hell up. <laughs> no, oh, don't. I don't want people to think that. I mean, that was the whole point of the, all my angry blogs. People think, you know, I make three grand at a convention. They think I've got three grand. No. I got to pay for shipping these books. I got to pay for printing the books. I got to pay for flights, hotels, everything. You know, it's, so, you know people see. You know, uh, me moving a lot of books, so they think I'm doing well. And that was, it's not always the case. You've got costs. It's just like any small business. Exactly. Like a rest, just like a restaurant. You know, you sell $5 plate of food. You don't have $5. You had to pay for the hamburger. That You had to pay for the guy to cook it. You had to keep the lights on, pay for the oven. I mean, it's, you know, I generated $16,000. It doesn't mean I have $16,000, people. <laughs> it means the book will continue. Actually, I don't have anything yet, which is a nice wrinkle of Kickstarter. They they hold on to it. It takes like two weeks to get everybody's money together, and then there's some sort of period of time where they gotta, I don't know, hold on to your money and make interest on it, basically. Sure. <laughs> before they send it, before they send it to you. So I don't have anything yet, people. Don't don't come over asking for money. I don't have it yet. <laughs> I don't have anything yet. What? You know, basically, everything is basically you know lined up and ready to go. There's you know a couple pages that got to get done because some of the pledges were like I hide your name in the book somewhere mm-hmm. on a bookshelf or something. So I mean, there's a couple of odds and ends that need to be tightened up, and then once the money comes in, then everything starts getting done. So okay, let me ask you like. 
with with the sixteen that that you raised, um, is all of that going towards paying specifically for this book and all the all the rewards? Does some of it get set aside for the next book? What what is your plan there? I will have about forty two cents. That sounds about right. The good profit margin. After everything is paid for, I'll have about forty-two cents. Oh. But I will have, you know, I'll, I'll have a little bit, so I'll be able to um, get convention tables ahead of time and, and schedule a couple of flights ahead of time instead of, you know, spending five hundred dollars on a flight because I had to at the last minute because that's as quick as I could get the dough, you know. Right. Right. I mean, that's the thing when when you're an independent. Uh, you got a lot. You got a lot of lot of let. Pardon me. You have to let a lot of uh, opportunities slip by of saving money because you don't have the money. Mm-hmm. The earlier you buy flights, the cheaper the flights are. But when your your business is living hand to mouth, you can't get the flights ahead of time because the money isn't there yet to buy the flights. So you're, you're Oftentimes, you're spending another $150, $200 on flights that you could have saved. Same thing with hotels, same thing with tables and all that. So I'll be able to do a lot of things ahead of time and uh, save some money. And I'll have all sorts of back stock. So it should be, you know, everything is uh, back on track now. Well, good. That, that's, that's really good to hear. Um, and uh, in terms of in terms of merchandise, and stuff like that. I know you had the new Cthulhu shirt that was one of the rewards. Will that be available outside of the Kickstarter program? Uh, this is me just personally asking because I got to get one. Why didn't Why didn't you pledge for that reward? Because I had to get yeah. three copies of the book. Damn it! <laughs> you know, you could you could have got both. I know I could have got both, but I can't break the bank right away. Oh, for crying out! You know, you're lucky I raised $16,000. <laughs> what if I had raised $7,499? Hmm? It would be your fault. There would be no Cthulhu shirt for Dan or anyone else because it decapitated Dan. Uh, nothing, be- nothing better, by the way, Dan. And, and it's not just you. I'm, I'm, I need to make an example of you. Nothing better fine. than, you know, making like 16 blogs of how I'm going to go into business if this doesn't work, and then having people later on go, oh, you know what, I kind of wanted a shirt too. Can I get that later? There almost was no later. What do you mean later? There were eight blogs in a row about this is it, people. Later. I don't know. Maybe you'll be able to get it later. <laughs> Maybe someone else will be able to get it later because you're definitely not going to sell me one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you better, better send a straw fire over because I ain't selling it to you. <laughs> some of the some of the stuff will be available later. Some of it won't. Um, okay, now because the Cthulhu shirt uh, I had done once before, so I I don't know if that was Well, let's but, talk. I'll have a few left over. I'll put one on the side for you, Dan. Oh, thanks, thanks. thanks. It's just such, you know. <laughs> <sighs> no, um, in in terms of the book, there's uh, an exclusive cover that's only available, that was only available through the Kickstarter, and then you had uh, you had your regular cover. So, is this something? I, I guess 
you know, are are you going to have a decent amount of of back stock on this to where you can pick it up, or is it kind of going to be like a limited run? Uh, no. Well, the regular cover I'll have back stock of. The alternative cover is only Kickstarter. Okay. Okay. And, and you know, I, I know people are going to scoff at that, uh, but that's it. I'm. <laughs> you won't see that cover anywhere. Kickstarter with it. That was that was your chance. And now, by the way, do yeah. you, want, you want to know what a genius I am? Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you? Do you want to know? Yeah. yeah, yeah I do. And by the way, everybody you know who got on Kickstarter or throughout my whole career has just you know had the time of their lives pointing out flaws and you know you spelled two T O instead of T O O. They love doing that. And there's like like how to typo. Nothing better than spending. 600 man hours on a comic book and have somebody flip through it a couple of and spelling her there. <laughs> it's a little late for that now, friend. And how about the fact that I've made one of the most brilliant comic books of the year? That's what you took away from it? T-O-O instead of T-O? <laughs> all, all you people, yeah, and that's fine. I, I understand that drives some people crazy. I think that drives me crazy. So fine. You pointed out the spelling errors. Bully for you. Do you hand letter? You know, <laughs> uh, sort of. Okay. Let me finish my train of thought. All right. I, no, I, I want to sidetrack you. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. So, so all those people point out flaws. And bless you all. You, you're, you're on the ball. You're all detectives. You're on the ball. You're, 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 you're Sherlock Holmes, magnifying glasses out, and you, you, you. You spotted everything. Uh, what wasn't on the Kickstarter page? Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. What wasn't on the Kickstarter page? The videos what, I what, put together for you? Apart from that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really look at a lot of... picture of the alternative cover! Oh... Well, so There's what? No picture of it on there. So what? That, I never put up a picture. You know what you could? You know what the alternative cover could be? A blank sheet of paper to save you money. It's done. I never put it on there because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I forgot. Forgot <laughs> to put the cover up. Hey, you spoke T.O. instead of T.O. Hey, how about you tell me that I didn't put the cover up? <laughs> 28 days later, oh, in the beginning, one guy said, hey, you don't have the cover-up. I go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And then I forgot. Nobody could know it. One guy. Wow. <sighs> Think that might have helped, maybe? No. <laughs> that might have been a good idea, maybe, to put the cover of the book. Oh, jeez. You poor, poor man. So now, so actually, now, so now none of us know what it looks like. I'm telling you, you can put up a, you can put a blank piece of paper, and then, as simple as that is, that blank piece of paper, you know, saves you money and teaches us all a lesson. Don't pay for something you haven't seen. Uh, that would be a good idea, because I put way too much work into the cover. Okay. That's too funny, though. Yeah, it's hysterical, isn't it? 
It is. It is. That's <laughs> a stupid goat. What an idiot. Yeah. I don't think there was other things you didn't. Uh, one of your rewards was a, a Baron von Donut picture that I don't believe was up. Uh, no, that was up there. Oh, was it? Okay. I'll go to the Everything list. else was up. Everything else was up except the cover. <laughs> Well, let me uh, let me ask you this. I mean, Raven's telling you to do the Kickstarter and all that. How come he wasn't saying, "Hey, let's publish it under Zenoscope"? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> let's get him on the line know. and find out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he didn't think I'd be up for that. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he's not up for that. Maybe it's not that thing. It doesn't. It doesn't really. Actually, all of it doesn't really fit anywhere else. Other oh, than I know. I know. I'm. I'm just curious. So. You know, if was that ever a thought when, when you thought it was over? Was that ever a thought to, to try to go and get it under another publisher? Uh, no. No. That wasn't really a thought in my head. And he was too busy talking me off the ledge. So. <laughs> He, well, he, he, there was never a doubt in his mind that it was going to work. So I don't think he even bothered with any other option. Do you get, while while it's going on... Well, plus, plus, he, plus he knows how to motivate me. I think if he, if he, if that was in his head, he wouldn't say it because he, he would want me to just go, you know, balls out on his. Right. Well, while, while, while the... Kick, it's good enough. While the Kickstarter's going on... <laughs> While the while the Kickstarter's going on, do you get to see no, who's making no, the pledges? No, I'm sad again. No, oh, I'm sad again, Dan. Don't be sad. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Sixteen. That's all right. Sixteen thousand dollars. There you go. It's paid uh, for. You were asking. While the Kickstarter's going on. While the Kickstarter's going on, can you see who's making the the pledges? Like, can you see if it's it's people like? that you know our fans doing it, or can you tell if, like, new people are coming on board? Yes, I can see that. I can see who pledged for three bucks and didn't get a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I can see the fan <laughs> pledged three dollars. Uh, yeah, the, for the first uh, couple weeks, it was mostly all fans. Right. That I, that I, you know, you're mostly all, all the regulars. So, uh, yeah, I'd say about the first two weeks it was just 90% regulars, and then the second two weeks, uh, a lot of new people. Well, I'm sitting here looking at, at some of your um, pledges that went. Your now your highest pledge didn't didn't go, but your second highest did. You had someone take you up on the original artwork for the alternative cover that they never saw. <laughs> That's credibility, Dan, right there. That's credibility. Plus, they knew my Catholic guilt if they spent $1,100, I'd really bust my ass on the cover. <laughs> so they probably figured they were better off. You even... I'll get an even better cover than you, than you would have. And, you... and they're right, because once they pledged 1100 I looked at the cover I had and said, this isn't worth $1,100. <laughs> I gotta do something better than this. So it's try it's good for everybody that they pledged that right away. Oh man. Oh, so that was, that the, was the, the original pledge. cover 
the original cover had Cthulhu on a throne, and there's like dead bodies raining down from the, the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then the entire there's going to be a wraparound cover where the entire cover, like the bottom, say three inches, is just a big long pile of bodies, like bordering the bottom of the cover. Mm-hmm. Which everybody's going to go, oh, that would have been a better idea, and then I'm going to strangle everyone. <laughs> Yeah, this cover's good, but that pile of bodies idea sounds out. Um, so, and I looked at that, and it was interesting, but composition-wise, it was dull. You know, it's a guy in a chair. Yeah. Well, I know that's one of the things that you kind of explained um, in your in your videos, like your breakdown of your actual process and stuff like that. Oh, and that reminds me, I do want to talk about what you did yesterday. Okay. Unless you were going to tell me it didn't go good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it went fine. So, uh, yeah, tell everybody what you did yesterday. Can I finish talking about how awesome the cover actually is? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just stupid to post. <laughs> <laughs> stupid to put a picture up of after I spent like an ungodly amount of time on it. All right, go ahead and tell us. So, so we had the composition of just uh, Cthulhu on a chair, which, you know, a lot of detail and it wouldn't look nice, but it wasn't really like... You know, composition-wise, it wasn't very interesting. It was just, you know, it was it was like the Arsenic Lullaby equivalent of every Arsenic Lullaby cover or every X-Men cover, where it's just the X-Men all running at you, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the Avengers. You know, it's just every there's nothing really to do with what's going on. Just four figures running with their mouths open, screaming. <laughs> Captain America at the forefront. <laughs> Every cover I've seen on every superhero book in the last two years has basically been a takeoff of The Secret Wars number one. Remember that cover? Yes, yes. Yeah, just all the heroes running and attacking. So that was in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, the cover that I finally uh, um, settled on is a, a movie theater that has a giant Cthulhu clawing his way onto a stage with a magician trying, uh, sort of defiantly looking back at him. And you're looking, it's a bird's eye view and there's three-point perspective. And all the movie theater chairs are in perfect perspective in the balcony. And it took, you know, uh, <clears throat> a lot of uh, skill. Mm-hmm. Composition is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a work of genius. Yeah. Have you shown it yet? If I go to Facebook, I haven't seen it, but I haven't been on Facebook in a couple of days. Have you Have you shown this image yet? No, no, no. I'm not going to. Oh. <laughs> no, as punishment, no one gets to see it. No one's it. <laughs> because I'm sure I couldn't. You know, I'm thinking now of all the money I left on the table by not having that cover on there. Right. Upsetting me. So now everyone has to pay. Somehow. Before and, you know, like getting, getting back to your question about the, the new readers, yeah, um, the Kickstarter went completely opposite of what I thought or what I was trying to get done because it, there were like 300 pledges, and obviously there's far more people who read Arsenic Lullaby than just 350 people. That's like one show, right? So, <laughs> there's a whole lot, but I didn't have any time to 
set anything up. You know, Raven said, hey, try this, and I had like two days to put it all together. <laughs> and, and no plan. I had no plan. No, no time. So uh, the Kickstarter, you know, should I do another one? I'm probably going to be much better because I'll actually have a year to tell everybody to start watching Kickstarter. Right, right. So I, I thought it would be, a, a, you know, a couple thousand people spending, you know, ten, fifteen dollars but instead of the 350 people spending a whole lot of money. Did you, did you have a lot of shops taking you up on your retailer packages? <clears throat> Not that many. Okay. Maybe 30, maybe 30 shops altogether. But, you know, I did a whole lot of complaining about comic book stores. No. <laughs> During the process. So would so so your plan is like in a year when it's time to do the next book and, and stuff like that. You think that this is your new route doing the Kickstarter? Yeah, I think so. It it, it is a very legitimate dollars in twenty eight days. That ain't too big. Right, right. And it's it's uh, and a legitimate pre-sale where, where, like you said, you know when you you kind of, you explain the the route that you have to go through when you're with Diamond. You know, this this way, you know, basically, you you have that idea in your head of how many copies sold. You know, right, right. Well, and that's that's the thing for you know everybody who likes independent books. What we need you to do is order all at once because we don't have storage units, we don't have a war chest of money. I have to pay for that printing bill all at once, and then all the books come to me all at once. So if you know people out there think they're gonna buy independent books here and there and, you know, I'll get it when I get it or I'll get it when I see them at a show. That actually harms us a lot when you do that. You know, when Breaking Bad Season 5 comes out, everybody runs out and gets it. But for some reason, when it's an independent book, because oftentimes they know the creator, there isn't that sense of urgency there. Oh, well, I'll see him at Comic-Con or I'll see him at C2E2 and I'll get it there. And That's all well and good, but it actually harms us a lot when you wait. We need you to order when it comes out. So to, to answer your question, yeah, definitely Kickstarter will be the way to go because <clears throat> you know, a lot of people think I'm, when I'm complaining about the process, I'm complaining about Diamond. And, and I sort of am, but not really. No, they're just part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, they've set up, they set up a system like 30 years ago. <laughs> they haven't changed it, which isn't that good. However, they're not really the problem. The problem is the stores. <laughs> the, the problem is, because Arsenic Lullaby, it's almost more of a horror book and a comedy book than anything. It doesn't really have anything at all to do with the rest of the comic book industry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a good 60, 70% of my fans, this is the only comic book they buy. So, you know, getting them into a comic book store at all is difficult because they never go to a comic book store. Right. So then getting then them to go to a comic book store and then talk to, you know, Cheeto-fingered a-hole who doesn't want to help them makes the process even harder. Because a lot of these you know, store owners, they either have you know their buddy running it, or they run it like it's their clubhouse, and they want to order books they think are cool, and they don't really care what anybody else wants. They don't want to put out the effort of looking through the catalog and ordering the book and going, well, you know, I'm only getting five copies of it, so it's not really doing a whole lot for me. You know, a lot of comic book, you know, 20, comic book stores break down sort of like cops. You know, 25% of them are great, and the rest of them are just lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not arguing. 
I'm using myself with that anymore. <laughs> All right, well let's let's talk let's talk about what happened yesterday and, and what you went and did. Uh I went to Loyola University and gave a brief lecture on the chemical industry. For those who don't know Loyola, uh Chicago. Yes, Chicago, it's an actual university with all sorts of with a whole campus and everything. It's not like uh, a community college, like an actual prestigious place. I used to drive by it. When I lived in Chicago, I used to drive by it all the time and go, wow, I wish I could afford to go there. My whole life would be different right now. <laughs> and then my car would stall out in traffic. It was a really hot, really attractive color. I'd walk past my smoking car. <laughs> but, but, now, but now, you know, as of yesterday, with my three cre- my three credits in uh, psychology. I have given a lecture at a university. You can you can shoot me in the face right now because it's not going to get any better. How did how did it go? Was it uh, well attended and everything? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, think so. it was. You know, it was a smaller room. It wasn't like the giant lecture hall or anything. But there was a, a pretty nice turnout, and I rambled on for about two hours. And then everybody had pizza, and I went home. <laughs> they didn't even give you a slice of pizza. Oh no. yeah, I had some pizza. Okay, I, okay. I, I visited for a little while, but you know, I'm been a long month, and I was tired, and so. Did you know? Do you know a professor there? Why? Why? Um, how, how did you get contacted to do it? The Loyola, <laughs> the Loyola Invincible Comic Book Club contacted me to do it. Oh, really cool. That That's really cool. And, yeah, I don't remember any more than that, because they asked me about two weeks before the Kickstarter campaign, maybe three weeks. Mm-hmm. They, asked, they asked me before I got the order from Diamond, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a big shot, and I'll educate you fools. <laughs> I'll tell you, stuck this how things run. Something runs up in here, because I'm a big ball, and yeah, woo, and then I got the Diamond orders, and I went, ugh. Uh, here's how you don't do it. Here's how you fail. <laughs> I said I was going to be giving this lecture like post-mortem. Really, you want me to teach business? Fine. Here's everything I did wrong. You have a nice day. Is that right if I sleep on someone's couch? So, that, so there was that. And then the Kickstarter thing... <clears throat> Went off very well, so then I was able to ride in there and go, "Yeah, woo, I'm big ball and suckers, sit down, educate you people." <laughs> this work. I'm smart again. I'm smart again. <laughs> oh, good lord, that's too yeah, funny. So, it was interesting. I, I mean, I mean, you know, there was. I, I should have a funny story about it, but I don't. I'm sorry. I've always, I've always thought. Uh, at one point, I actually thought about getting a group of creators and trying to set things up at like Chicago and, and Wisconsin area colleges to give lectures and stuff like that to the art programs. But uh, after, after actually attempting to reach these programs and being told no on numerous occasions, I I walked away from it. <laughs> really? Didn't yeah. Want to, didn't want to, wow. Yeah. Well. Did you mention my name? Tell them a big deal on Kickstarter now. 
I, I, I'm going to tomorrow while at work because that's the best time to do it. While at work, I will I will start making the calls again. Yeah, and, do that. And I will use that line just for you. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Oh goodness! Um, nothing like nothing like going to a lecture with a class full of people who are spending more on their education than you'll make in a decade. <laughs> this is my this is my first advice. You're wasting your money. No, I didn't say that, but you know, the thought was in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wasting their money yet. Yeah, they're wasting their money when they get out, and then the bills start to roll in finally. Yeah, boy, what a racket that is! Jeez, <laughs> like thirteen percent interest from these. You know, I talked to some guy the other day who was going to be in some sort of like forensics uh, police officer or something. Where he was in Chicago crimes, and yeah, they make like three figures. If you get the job, they make three figures. When I see you at Denny's in two weeks, you're not going to be making three figures. <laughs> and the guy went to college for ten years. You, you owe, I got this for you, pal. You owe three figures. Plus interest. A cumulative interest. You're done. You're, done. you're an idiot. What's with you? <laughs> <laughs> ten years? You could have been a plumber in six months and making $50 an hour Did you give, Did you include this in your lecture yesterday? <laughs> No, but I told that guy because he was trying to fix time me. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna be making. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna be making. The interest is gonna haunt you until the day you die. Your kids are gonna owe the money for your college. That's what's gonna happen. All right, we we need to wrap this up. Um, what can we expect from from Arsenal Lullaby in 2013? 2013. Yeah. Is there going to be a 2013? I thought we all die on the 21st of December. We we will find out um, the week this show goes up, then, if we all die. <laughs> Wait a minute. We just did a show that might not go up? <laughs> the Mayans are right. I've wasted my morning. <laughs> You've wasted an hour. <laughs> wasted an hour. Nothing. No one will even know. I didn't see any of it. Hear any of it. Oh, good. 2013, we're going to work on another cartoon. You're going to work out another yeah. cartoon? Okay. Probably make a Kickstarter program for the cartoon next. And, you know, the usual. I'll travel. Are you going to do the same process for making the new cartoon? I hope not, Dan. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do a Kickstarter just just to figure out how Doug should make the new cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, remember, every dollar you pledge is a one day less. I'll have to look at an intern who's angry at me. <laughs> I'll actually be able to like, hire an Asian kid that I never have to see. Oh, good. He'll be able to give me the stink guy from across the room. So then, yeah. Which shows are you going to do in 2013? You going to do DanCon? Uh, yeah, I'll do DanCon, probably C2E2, probably Phoenix again. You know, the usual. Sure. But I gotta, you know, this whole year I'll be trying to explain to people again that they need to not get it at the show. <laughs> get <laughs> it at the show and say do. hello to me. But Maybe that's please. what you should do. Have them come to the show and just have the cards, have cards with a little QR code that just goes to the Kickstarter page. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I'm going to have to hand them all pamphlets and stuff. And then that, whatever I I. When Diamond solicits this book again because they want to solicit it, they want to put it in their catalog again. Yeah, no kidding, you do. 
Then you look like one of the porn titles that's in previews. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not as easy as it looks, remembering to put a cover on something. You could, freak, you could, you know, give everybody the old switcheroo and draw that big-titted chick and and have that be the picture in previews, and then when they get it, well, they'll be... Money I would have if I just drew the softcore pornography that everyone else does. <laughs> It keeps me up at night. It really does. Oh goodness! All right, well let let's wrap this up. Uh, where can everybody find you online? They can find me at <clears throat> at arsenicwallabies dot com. And uh, when is this going up? I don't know. Sometime soon. Hold on. Let me look at the calendar. You're, ask, you're, you're, you're asking me stuff. Let me let me look at the well, calendar. Well, one thing that happened, do you even know what's going on? The week, the week of uh, December 17th. The week of December 17th. Okay, yeah. that'll be right in the middle of the big uh, Christmas misery for everyone. Yeah, no, that's right up. So, in, I think uh, that Saturday is when the world ends. So I think, you know, I think you're good. Yeah, people will right. hear this. All right, it'll be one of the last things they hear before we find out the Mayans were completely wrong. <laughs> as, as usual. <laughs> the world's going to... No, the world ended for you when the first whitey stepped on the beach. I got news for you. <laughs> the first Spaniard that walked off the, gal- off the galley there, that's when your world ended, knucklehead. <laughs> oh next time you'll figure out some metallurgy so you're not fighting with rocks attached to a stick. Oh, Jesus. Just be around for the world ending, even. And with that, (laughs) that's all right. And with that, uh, Doug, like I said at the beginning of the the show, you've you've been one of my favorite people to have on the show, and I'm really uh, glad that, you know, you were able to come on here here, uh, with two episodes to go. So so thank you for doing that. appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Dan. I'm happy I could be one of the last ones, although I'm not happy that there's going to be a last one. Well, I've got to prepare for the end of the world. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I've got a lot of tea rations you got to load into the basement. <laughs> well, so anyway, I was going to say that December 17th, will be right in the middle of the holiday season. We've got a whole Christmas section on our Snickolabine. So if you, you know, you've got the holiday blues or you're just fed up with the holidays and you're sick of hearing about it, you can go there and hide. Go to the Ars Nicolabine website and mock the holidays. Oh, cool. Very cool. Well, Doug, once again, uh, thank you, and if the show ever comes back, you'll be one of the first guests to come back. Just just fuck with everybody out there. One, one of the first guests. Well, I don't know who... I, I don't know if the show's ever going to come back, so I'm I'm saying one of the first <laughs> guests. You could be the first guest. I, I would like to be the first guest when it comes back. All right. <clears throat> when it comes back. No, if... No, there's there's ifs involved. 